podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com well they walked into madrid with hope in their hearts and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football jürgen klopp and liverpool's king to the cop are champions of europe once again Hello and welcome to another episode of Cop and Fracker, the podcast dedicated to the best team in the country, the podcast dedicated to the best team in Europe, and the podcast dedicated to the most unbearable fan base in world football. I'm your host, Fahi, and today I've got with me Joe, Julian, Marco, and Krish. What are you saying, lads? What's good? What's good? What's good, man? Everyone yeah. good, man? Yo, how's things? I'm happy yeah. to be here, happy to be on top of the table, looking down at all these peasants. As it's great, man. Mate. Great feeling. Great stuff. All right, before we get started, shout out to everyone following us on Twitter, Cop and Fracker. If you haven't done so already, please do that. And also make sure to join in with the convo with the hashtag Touchline Fracker. And don't forget, the Touchline Fracker live show is on the 15th of December at Vauxhall Street Food Garden. Uh, tickets are available on shubs.com. All four of our ops are playing, so we'll get to laugh at them either way. City are playing Arsenal. Who are we playing that weekend? I don't know. Who are we playing that weekend? Uh, Wofford. Okay, yeah. So we're not... I don't think we're on the Sunday anyway. Um, We're on Saturday. Yeah, so on the Sunday for the live show, we've got United versus Everton. um, And you've got Man City versus Arsenal. So 
it, it's it's going to be pure enjoyment. We get to laugh at our ops. It's like yeah. the perfect. Either, either the, way, we're winning. Everton lose, Man United lose, we're still laughing. So. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah, meet us there. Um, tickets available on shops.com. All right, cool. Let's get right into it. What we got. So let's talk about the Brighton game first. Guys, what did you think? Uh, Marco, let's go with you. What did you think of the game? Another 2-1. Um, no surprises there, really. What did you think of what you saw? Yeah, no surprises at all. I felt like we played good in spells, but we didn't need to make it as hard as it was eventually at the end. Um, I want to credit Hendo for winning the ball back to get that free kick initially for the first goal. Did really well to pinch the ball, um, fed it to Ox. Ox got ball dribbled a little bit and got knocked. Trent, of course, with world-class delivery as we're used to nowadays. And VVD imperious in the air as always. More goals than Pepe Le Pew. And that guy that likes to have black gloves. You know the man, new man? Oh, the gun man. The gun man. That the, don't the, get any the, one, the one with the Ballon d'Or clause in his contract. <laughs> I was dying when I found that out. Ballon d'Or clause, you know. Boy. But, boy, um, I felt like... Bobby and Salah had really off games, but I'm happy to see us winning without them because when they do start clicking and when they do come into form, we're going to be playing a lot better, um, especially Bobby. Bobby had two chances. There was one where he shot straight at the goalkeeper. I saw exactly what he was trying to do, go back across the way the goalkeeper was coming and kind of outsmart the goalkeeper, which didn't work. And then the one at the far post, I believe, where he tried to go near post instead of going straight past the keeper on the left. But you can just tell with someone lacking the confidence currently anyway. Um, I think he needs a couple of goals. Anyhow, they come even tap-ins and they'll just boost his confidence a little bit more. Why do you think he's lacking in confidence? All right, I'm going to get onto this point later on, but I'm just going to briefly ask you, why do you think he's lacking in confidence? I think because he hasn't been converting the chances he normally converts. For okay. me personally, I feel like Bobby can be a clinical finisher at times. I feel like he doesn't get afforded as many chances as Marnie or Salah because he's dropping so deep to create. And that goes back to something I was saying in the group where I feel like if he was playing further up, he'll get more chances, he'll get more goals. But with the limited amount of chances he does have, if he's having a really bad spell of form, it looks really bad because the chances he does have are in games where we need him to score. And he doesn't get another chance to make up for it straight away mm. in most cases. Okay. Cool. Um, Joe, my boy from the other side. <laughs> um, T- tell, really us, good, tell us, tell us the negativity. Say, what did you think? Good, uh, well, it was a good, um, it was a good showing. It, it was a professional performance more than anything. Um, I was taken back by the goals itself. I wasn't shocked, but I was like, okay, um, it must. It's going to be one of those games where we're not really going to get much from our forwards, but it's going to it's going to come down to a few, I guess, moments and um, maybe one or two um, bits of position that we're going to have, and are we going to take our chances and we, we manage to do so, uh, or by coming from two set pieces, brilliant set pieces from Trent, uh, top twenty baller in the world, by the way. Um, but I mean, it, it was an accomplished performance. I mean, we, we always make things a little bit more um, difficult and spicy for ourselves towards the end. Um, Anderson getting a red card, even now I'm 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 still I'm still cheesing at the fact that you know he managed to pick up a red card from being from doing something really stupid. But <laughs> it's it's the reason why we're probably the most watched um, team in the league. 
um, because you know something will always happen when you clap teams or we clap them and then we kind of let them in and then we just clap them again. It is what it is at this particular point. I don't think we're going to click into a specific gear uh, gear up. Um, I think this is probably going to be our gear our level um, for the you know for the foreseeable future until we essentially win the league. I don't think we're going to go crazy and gung ho or step up a level. I just think from a, a load manager perspective, it kind of makes sense for us to kind of just be even kill like this. Um, so I mean, I just want everyone to kind of I guess manage the expectations around that. I don't think we have a gear because people are saying the same thing again. The other season that oh once we click you know then blah 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 but I don't think that's the case I think we're being measured in a lot of our approach I think it's a lot more structured structural mm. how we uh, approach our games so not you know necessarily we can go up two or three levels possibly even four if we wanted to but I think to sustain a, a title challenge per se um, I don't think that's possible every week um, which is probably the reason why our performances haven't really been looking too good. Because uh, it's been a lot more measured than the shackles are on, but in, you know, at some point the shackles are going to have to come off for a, you know for an extended period, and we'll see how we go. But all in all, it was, a, it was an accomplished performance. No complaints on my end. Um, and you know, roll wow. on to, to Wednesday. That's a modern day miracle. Wow, man, the fact that you're not complaining, boy. Bro, if you it's a modern like, day miracle that I agree with him. Jesus Christ. Bro, like, if, <laughs> if our listeners could see our group chat and just see the amount of times <laughs> we argue with Joe on a daily basis, it's mad. It's like he gets off on it. But yeah, um, he, Julian, he what does. Did, yeah, he honestly does. He loves it. But Julian, obviously, we heard you on the um, TLF podcast on Monday. Um, what did you, what else did you like? Actually, no, I've got a better question for you. For Firmino, what did you think of his performance? Because you didn't really break that down. Like, obviously, um, Marcus alluded to, you know, him being a bit poor, low in confidence. He, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, Marco, as Marco said, poor. Um, it's yeah, it was it it was a it was a performance where he had chances, two chances where again, if we had a more traditional, um, you know, um, striker like let's say an Aguero and a Bomiang, um, etc., etc., right? Like anyone that normally that's a that's a natural number nine. They would have finished, and yeah, in those positions, he didn't. He did. He, yeah, it was. It just wasn't happening for him um, on that day. Um, he wasn't dropping as deep. Too fair with this game, and again, it might have been um, a compliment to an arts playing the midfield. He wasn't dropping as deep as he normally would. Yeah. So he I wasn't. Agree, yeah. There wasn't points where he was outshadowed in the game, but his just general hold-up play and um, performances, and you know, when he was up in the field and had the chances, just wasn't great. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I really don't know what's up with him to be honest. Um, he's but been, you know, he's been, he's been he's been quite off. Like okay, not off, but um, he's been not at the level he was in in his first like when he got twenty seven goals that season. Now in yeah. our first Champions League one, he's he's been not that same character. But it might also be because again, uh, over the last two seasons we were relying on that workhorse midfield a lot more, and he's mm. had to drop deep a lot lot more. So. Maybe that's it as well. Mm. Chris, what do you think? You, you, you guys are overthinking this. Well, you're really overthinking this. We, we, we know where Bobby's level is. We know what he can do and what he can't do. But you also have to take into account that teams have a, a larger body of work now to be able to prepare for us. So where it may be difficult before, where Bobby drops deep and then he facilitates from there and then you can't really figure out where he's going to pop up, teams can account for that now. So it's not so much as the performances; he's just being he's being contained, mm. so to speak. So he can't really shine. And I've always I've always said if we 
if we if we go out and we get a, a proper number nine, that frees Bobby up to be able to pop up anywhere in the box and actually get a lot more. Yeah, goals. yeah. But just now, a little retort to that though. So sorry to cut you, but I feel like with Ox alluding to what Julian said, with Ox playing a bit more and being a bit more forward thinking and being able to pop up in different areas of the pitch, I saw little bits on Saturday where Bobby was a little bit deeper, Ox was in his role. Don't you think that's going to free up Bobby a little bit more in the meantime while we don't have a striker? No, not not straight away, only because it it's a habit thing. So when you've been doing something for so long, for two, three years, it doesn't change, you know, in one season. It takes quite a bit of time to come out of those habits to where he's always dropping deep. Ox can make dying runs to do whatever it is he, he does in the, in the in the midfield as far as dyna, uh, dynamism. But if he has to start, Bobby has to start thinking like an actual number nine. And I, and I don't think that's in him. And that's I disagree. Not, that, I disagree. I, I don't think... That's not a knock I completely disagree. Bobby, for me personally, Bobby has always been a cam. He's always been a 10. Yeah, yeah. He's never been, I, a, he's I, never been a number. For so, me, so, he's so, always been a second striker and this is so, a slightly yeah. different role. Right. So so where we're, where we all have this notion of us playing a 4-2-3-1 with whoever. So, for example, let's just say Sancho decides to come home. Well, we put him across <laughs> the front three and we stick. <laughs> <laughs> and we stick and we stick Firmino in a 10. What that does is it allows for that that air of unaccountability. No one will be able to pick up Bobby because you're too occupied dealing with the front three. Well, how how do you how do you account for Bobby and then he can pop up anywhere with goals and, that, and that's primarily how you're supposed to use him. I don't where I you have so, I mean, do does it does any bit of Bobby's play finishing getting in the box? Does anything yeah. ring number nine to you? Does that? But that's, that but that's the thing. He's a very good thing, finisher though. at He's, times. He's a very good finisher. I see. We've seen his um his like body of work to say he can finish. Like, but it's a case exactly. of it's a case of dropping out of the habits of maybe like maybe maybe like as as like simple as this one. Maybe like dropping deep and always being in those deep positions and always having to come from the final third back to the back to the um back to the midfield. Maybe that takes up a bit of energy. So when it comes to place times when he gets to, where the ball's being crossed and he has to get to it and try to get a shot, maybe he does just doesn't have that bit of energy to get that shot or finesse that he would normally get if, for example, he was he was like up up in the field and there was a midfielder always bringing him the ball instead. So I don't think um for me, you know, it'll take him a while, like to get out of the habit of that. It's just, you know, if, if Klopp had a consistent midfield which had a player like Ox, for example, Firmino, I'm sure Firmino would be able to pick it up and also be, in, be effective enough in the final third to hold it up because he, he can do that. He's very good at that. Uh, but he just needs to pile that in the final, final third and give it to our two shooters. Mm. Is, there, is there any no, scenario where that. you see Bobby hitting 18 league goals playing? He's done it before. Okay, 18, 18 league goals, no, but he hit what? Was it 14 in, in 17, 18? So with him being in that natural position and playing there for a bit longer and us being more, and hopefully being, you know, more forward thinking and him being in that central role, maybe he can hit 18. Because he hit 27 before, including Champions League. And don't forget we're currently asking Bobby to do two roles, the role of an yeah. additional number nines and the role of a creator. And, and it's annoying. If he, yeah, it's a lot. He shouldn't really be having to do that, but the way the team is set up, he's the man for it. Mm. Uh, Chris, what do you think? I thought he played. Uh, it's probably going to be an unpopular popular opinion, but I thought he played better against Napoli than he did at the weekend. Different different set of games, different set of circumstances, but mm. um, 
he played he played a lot better in in, in my opinion. Uh, it's, I guess it's what you define. It. Uh, we we throw this term around a lot. Is to we need to get a proper number nine. So I guess it depends on what your definition of a proper number nine is. Is your is your definition of a proper number nine someone that goal hangs and is consistently in the box, or do you want someone that can, does what Bobby does and links play and frees up people to do work whilst contributing but, goals at the same time? But do, but do you not think? All right. So I know this is going to be like a wayward example, but if we had. Lewandowski, for example, yeah. would he not link play? Would he not link play like Firmino also? Mm, I don't know. I think he'll take a lot away from our game in terms of mobility. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I fully get that. I'm, I'm just picking up on the point of linking up play. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of there's a lot of number nines available that can link up play. Link up play. Sorry. So what else is it? You could, you if you got a lower, you'd have to change system to four two three one, which is completely fine in my opinion because he bangs goals. Mm. But I think if you want to keep the system, I think you could, you could add, you could take out Firmino in the system, and if you had a fully fit, firing, healthy Harry Kane, he'd probably do the same job because Harry Kane is a ten; he's not a nine, in my opinion. Thank you. I I, I think I think you may <laughs> be right only because you, he's, he's not really mobile. I think it's only because he's not really mobile, and he's not really going to beat you off the dribble. So I think that's probably the reason why he he's better off deployed as a number ten. But make no make no doubts about it. Harry Kane is a number nine, or I don't know how they what they call it these days, uh, um, a nine uh, nine point five or a ten point five. I don't know what it is, but he's he's in between being a striker and being a, a ten because he always drops deep and he links play well. But make no no doubts about it, when he's in front of goal, he, you know he's he's absolutely ruthless. He basically is a number nine, but I wouldn't completely agree with that. I think with a number, what comes with a number ten is. The creativity, and I wouldn't say he's a, he's a, he's a creator or he's a playmaker per se. I just think he's he's big, he's burly, he holds the ball up well, and and if you ever give him a chance to put the ball away, so I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch to call him a ten, but I can see why you would. But I wouldn't really truly call him a ten. I just think it's just down to a lack of mobility that he's he drops deep and he fills that hole because he has two quick runners in behind him and um, Son or uh Mora times um or, or Ali as well. So this, I mean I think this is part of a bigger discussion that the the whole concept of a number ten in modern football is kind of dead now. Like the, are we talking about Kane? No no no, no just like the number ten position in general. You seen okay. you seen players like Ericsson and Urzel kind of get made redundant to an to an extent. Yeah, even even when managers set up with four two three ones, it they they because most teams nowadays set up with a four three three or a, or a five at the back. It's a bit weird having that number ten there. Yeah. Like when City set up against us, it was like it was practically useless. Um, when I think they, did they play that against Chelsea, and then they did they wasn't playing as well as they usually would. Um, apparently Chelsea gave them a good game. So yeah, that number ten. Yeah, as as you said, Ozil, Eriksson. A couple other players would like, yeah, it's, it's just not a position which is that useful nowadays. So that's yeah, ideally, that. that's why I would have wanted. So no, sorry, that's no, ideally sorry, why I would have wanted Fakir during summer, um, because as Coutinho got to the end of his tenure, he moved from the number ten role into like a number eight, where he could have a free midfield role. Where he can yeah. do both sides of the both sides of the job. He can attack. He can get in position just to like occupy space in the midfield. But at the same time, he has a free role to attack and be wherever he wants. Um, that's the exact type of player that I feel like we need. I think Ox can be that player and that would free up a lot of Firmino's responsibility. 
um, hopefully we can see someone coming and you know I've been advocating for Kyle Havertz for forever since I've been in the group oh so, so not Jack Grealish alright cool and never him <laughs> <sighs> To be honest, yeah. No, no, no. Let, let the record show that I got packed in in the group because I refused to have Jack Grealish. I know it's how everyone, I didn't say anything about Jack Grealish. Let the record, let the record show that. No, it wasn't because everyone you... on this on this pod was was absolutely pieing that, for. That is no. That don't, don't associate me with these men. You know what I said? <laughs> I said, boy, I said he's good, but. Because we're starving, don't don't look at a cracker like starving. Like, like it's a gourmet meal. You can you can be like, you can be hungry for so long. You can you can be starving for so long, and then when you when you have like a, a potato chip or whatever, it'll be the best tech potato chip yeah, you've like. ever seen or ever tasted in your life. We've been starved for a decent midfielder or creative for so long since Gerard or even however or Xavier Alonso or whatever. Now these guys are talking about Jack Grealish, what taking us to another level. You guys are all crazy. No one said those words, though, did they? No one Whoa. said those words. Whoa. All right, all right. We're actually going off point, but I need to shut him up. You just said that someone better than our current midfield wouldn't take us to another level, right? So if our current level is what it is right now with the crap midfield that we have, if we have someone better than the current midfield, surely the level goes up. Yes or no? No. How does that no. make sense? Jack, no. just because just because someone's better in our midfield doesn't exactly mean he has the he has the ability to make the our teams yeah. the capabilities really exactly the capabilities or the lock. And oh to be honest, Grealish is a very saying. very different player. You, I know you're going you... to say he's going to replace Henderson. I think he's a very very different player from Henderson. And if he comes into a team, he's not going to offer what Henderson offers, even though he can offer some more going forward. Henderson yeah. offers a lot of defensive work that not a lot of midfielders can cope with. I think Grealish is really good with like possession-based football. I, and I, I think see, I if you see the apology. way he brought, you, well, you're not getting an apology. <laughs> <laughs> the way he draws fouls is amazing. Like he he's drawn the oh, most fouls. Wow! You need to understand that as a midfielder, like, but Joe, if you actually use logic for a second. If you see like <laughs> a midfielder, <laughs> don't, don't a midfielder needs to get possession. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Let's. Can I can I ask this for example? Yeah. Go on. All right. Let's 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 ask this. If Lallana, you know when we bought Lallana fresh from yeah. Southampton, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh boy. If he was to come into this this Liverpool team at centre mid, do you think he would make the team better? He yeah. Makes because, the team better. Yeah. yeah. Fully fully yeah. fit, Adam Lallana. Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. In Klopp's yeah, first same. season, he was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. same thing. He'd, he'd, I'm, have, I'm, did, he'd yeah. have done a job that first season if Brendan knew how to play him properly. The only issue that I have back to Grealish, the only issue that I have with Grealish is it will be fifty fucking million pounds. Yeah, you no, I still get that. For Kato, I, yeah, someone I get that was supposed I, to be world class. I would ideally, and I mentioned it in the group, if we're gonna get someone like that who I see as a squad player, who was in the process of phasing out Henderson as he gets older, phasing out Milner, phasing out Gini Wijnaldum, and we want to bring some fresh and new, I would go for Cantwell. I think we can get Cantwell for like £10 million. Pound. Brexit Griezmann. Who? Oh, you Cantwell. mean um, from, uh, from Norwich? Norwich. Yep. Yeah. To be a squad player uh, and come in yeah, rotation yeah. without... Yeah, he, 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 was, he was pamming Arsenal. He was pamming Arsenal. Yeah, I mean them. And he's more, he's more, Kasa- he's more Casano than anything. But I mean, I, I get it. He's he would be a squad player. 
how many how many levels going forward? What's what, what's the difference in levels between himself and and Grealish? By the what, way, is, by is the way, I, I, in terms of quality, I, I also I also want this to be known. I, I would never want Cantor on my team. I, I wouldn't even entertain you. I don't understand how we're even entertaining this conversation yeah. now. I would never entertain it, but I'm just letting you not get your shit off. I'm not going to lie. Cantor is never, ever touching that Anfield ground in the Liverpool shirt. Oh, you guys, but apart from, apart from June, everyone else would have Grealish. I just want the record to show that. Just for... Nasty, just nasty, for um, just, nah, I wouldn't have Grealish. Just for, Unless he's a squad player for cheaper than what he is currently at now. Just for, just for context, Grealish's last five games, three goals, two assists. So that's it missing. Uh, yeah, not, not good enough. Not good enough. No, Chris, Chris, Chris. Mid table, <laughs> mid, uh, you know, like mid table mentality. Not, not good enough. Nah, it's not, yeah, mid table, man. It's fine. It's fine. Let, let's stick to Hendo. Let's stick to Wijnaldum. Let's stick to Naby Keita, the one that shows up four games a season. Um, Fifty and year yeah, old Naby Yeah, <laughs> boy. Boy, we need to get his age checked. Bro, um, so, someone in the week cool. said, someone we need to cut Kate's leg off to count the rings like a tree to see how old he is. Oh, God, it's fucked. Okay. Uh, do I even want to... No, I don't want to talk about him right now. All right, no. cool. Van Dyke, Van Dyke not winning Ballon d'Or. How do you guys feel? Do you think it was a fair result? Um, oh, I'll keep it true. I spoke about this at work in length, but I feel like they moved the goalposts. Um, if you're going to give it to Modric for taking his team to a World Cup final and a Champions League final and winning it. Why not Van Dijk for going to a Nations League and winning Champions League and being in Paris throughout the whole um, competition? Um, I personally think they need to make up... They need to redefine what the criteria is. If it's going to be the best player in the world at that time I understand Messi winning it every single year because yeah, that's exactly. my goal yeah. but if you're going to give it to someone based off their season and it's difficult to say because Messi has amazing seasons he set his Messi standard and 50 goals is light for him like he'll slap 50 goals and no one even bat an eye I think but, I think the thing that kind um, of annoyed me more than anything was that Ronaldo finished third and he wasn't even like one of the best yeah. players in Serie A last season Exactly, and Kevin De Bruyne got was it nineteenth and played two games. Yeah, but Ronaldo finished third because uh, all the coaches from like Asia and Africa they just all love Ronaldo, isn't it? So he's always going to be in the top three, no matter top top five voting, no matter what. Uh, I, t- I, told, I, told, I told Uncle not to vote for him, but you know. That's what it is like, like, like Team India and all them, man. Like they obviously want to vote <laughs> Messi, Ronaldo, and Ronaldinho. Like they'll put bare random man on there, so um, that that's probably why Ronaldo gets in top three. That's why I say we defend the it's, 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 it's clearly, it's clearly contest, not about. Or is it, sorry, is yeah, it yeah, it's clearly, it's clearly it a popularity performance. performance. But that's the, but the thing is though, I'm I'm not really over concerned that he 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 didn't win it at the end of the day. Um, yeah, exactly. Because I think if you went to Messi, would you rather have another? <laughs> would you rather have another Ballon d'Or? Or would you have the Champions League? I mean, he would have gone for the Champions League. Purely, but I mean, you can't get mad at the guy winning because, again, like uh, like Mark said, the guy's the goat, so you can't really get upset with winning. I think the key takeaway point from all this is that we had like what seven play. We had seven players in that top fifteen. That's insane. Yeah, that just tells me yeah, we got that the best. Is mental. That just tells me we've got the best team in the world. Just exactly what I was going to say. It's a compliment to even be there for Van Dijk, being where he's come from, being at Celtics, being at Southampton a few years ago. And being mentioned in the same breath as Messi and Ronaldo, and then you've who are got... two of the arguably best players in the world, 
of all time. Yeah. And then you got Berezi saying that, you know, they were one of the best defenders you've seen. But what a compliment that is. Possibly one of the greatest central defenders ever to play the game. They're saying that, you know, our centre-back, the guy that people were saying, you know, was overpriced and all that shit. He's, he's like one of the best defenders to play the game. Just just sensational. And I think, you know, as a team, they should all be extremely proud of them. Yeah, 100%. Well, and I think, I think the only thing I've been trying to tell rival fans is, like, you know when they're like, oh, how can you think that Van Dyke should win? Bruv, Modric won last year for having three good games. Yeah? He was so crap. based on that cri- <laughs> Yeah, based on that criteria, we have every right to think Van Dijk should have a chance at winning. I agree that Messi is the best player in the world. But ultimately, if we're going by the criteria of last season, then Van Dijk was a fair chance. Like, that's why we said it. So, um, yeah. Like, he only lost by what? Eight points? Yeah, eight points. Yeah. And, and like, and like the, the manager of Sri Lanka, he voted for Trent as the best player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Like they're bad man. Like I don't know what football Sri Lanka are watching. For, for nah, he's, he's, nah, he's, he's, nah, he saw that cross and said, "Nah, fuck this." Only the best footballer <laughs> in the world can be that gully, brother. You mad? Because of that corner <laughs> kick. Like, he said, like, oh. nah, he's wavy, cuz. All right. <laughs> so, um, so, all right, this goes out tomorrow. So, yeah, all right. So, today's game is Everton. Oh, wait, 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 though. No. Congratulations to Alisson for winning the, the Yassin yeah, Trophy. Yeah, the Yassin Trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Man. Congratulations to him. In the world Congratulations to him, man. All yeah, the, even even the even the Van Dijk won the, the, the um, didn't win the Ballon d'Or. Like Alisson still had a big night and got got give me his, his respect as well, man. Done yeah, much. Very it'll, be, it'll be good for him to bring that performance into like this season, though. You know, oh, <laughs> like yeah, <man>. yeah. Can we <laughs> yes, can, can, can we can, can, you, can we talk about that? That the man was like five yards out of his box, realized that his daughter's got a nativity play tomorrow or something, then just went, you know what, fuck this, I'm, I'm hammering that. Absolute moment of madness. Boy. All right, cool. So, Everton, what are we thinking? Easy win, or do you think they're going to just sit up and do like a 4 5 1 like they did against Leicester? I actually and, thought um, nah, it's going to be a 1 1. It's going to be, it's just going to be a draw. Oh, don't bring that pessimistic. Fuck it. Don't bring all of that. Listen, now. you guys, you guys, right, the drill. Let me um, let me get my run. Let me, let me tell you what it is. We already know Everton turned off for two games during the season, and that's us at home and us away. <laughs> That's literally it. And, and then everything else is just singing about us or going on about us. And, and you know, you have that idiot Everton fan that was on Triple Eight Sport talking about how Klopp is an egomaniac and blah, blah, blah. blah. I know you guys saw, saw the video of that too. They literally do nothing all season. They just they just get their 100K every week. And part of the, the contract is you do fuck all, 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 during the, all during the season apart from two games. Liverpool away and Liverpool at home. That's where you earn your big money. That's when you earn your big bucks with the billionaire boys. And that's literally it. It's going to be a horrible game. It's going to be a game where they just foul and do all kinds of crazy shit. And it's going to be a draw. When, uh, under no circumstances do I see us losing. I just think it's just going to be one of those hor- horrid games where, where, where just going to, it's just going to be a draw. And that's even okay. That's a really good um, uh, point because, listen, at the end of the day, that, like, we just need to pick up points anywhere we can we can't we can't mess up at all so Klopp is going to be I, I can guarantee you Klopp will be he will play safe because it's Everton he knows what kind you know he, he knows about this shit and it's not it's not really going to make for pretty viewing and I, I'm 
I mean, what's everyone's thoughts on that? Does anyone think we're going to absolutely pack them in? Because I don't really see that happening. We Damn, haven't packed them in. No, since. I don't think we're going to pack them in. I don't think we're going to pack them when in. When was the last time we packed them in? The... I, think, I think that was when that was when Gerard was playing and when Sturridge was playing and we packed no, them in. No, 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 no,
unbeaten from the start of the season till when? Lost. Yeah, we didn't even lose. First week. Of, one game. First week of January. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, until the first week of January. So, no. Do you honestly see a difference in our mentality this season from last season? Yeah. In our performances? Yeah, because we would have lost that game yesterday. So, lost the game I genuinely Saturday do see a season. difference in oh, mentality. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't get twisted. Don't get twisted. Sorry. Sorry. Not mentality. I mean, in terms of our results and our performances. Yeah, no, not too much. I, I think. Um, Minor-wise, I think we have improved our performances in the sense of when we concede now, the the determination and the to confidence in, the in knowing to get back in the game mm-hmm. is like unreal. I like you know like back in the day with our club, the issue was when we would concede, we'd just be rattled. Whereas now it's like the moment we concede, we just pick, yeah, we just pick the ball up like yo, come let's play. We'll get a goal at some point. Like it's like they know already they're gonna score in like the 85th minute. And I think that's the only difference between last season and this season, where like they're just so sure they're going to score. Like there's no worry at all within that eleven when we concede. And and I'll be honest with this season as well. Um, we've been in front by like two goals when we've conceded all the time. It's mm. always one of those ones been like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, we just yeah. Apart from maybe three or four games, most of the time we've been comfortably ahead. It's just been like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, we just conceded. So that's one thing I would say. But again. I agree with Joe, but I, I'm not going to say we're not going to win tomorrow. I'm not going to go all the way and, and, and make that my prediction. I'm obviously, like, with Liverpool, we have to win. And then the big season in our, in our Premier League winning season, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in now. Our Premier League winning season, we yeah, have to beat Manchester Derby. I, um, I, dis- I disagree about the point about us being kind of like looking at fortunate games. I think there's only the the one game that I think I said this kind of like last week as well. That there's the only really the one game that we've been kind of like lucky in, and that was the Palace game where we didn't really play that well at all. But I think in all these games, we're really measured, we're controlled, we're having opportunities to kill off games. Probably not, we're, you know, we're not taking them. We're, I think you look look at the XG stats and whatnot going into these games. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're fully in control and we're dictating how the games go. It's just that we need to. We do need to tighten up and stop conceding those these these silly goals. It, it does seem that though in every single game re- recently, we're conceding stupid goals. I mean that dunk one at the weekend was just just weird, solely because the keeper wasn't set up and the wall wasn't right. But I don't know. I I think we do something similar to the game against City. I think we kind of blitz the first twenty minutes, go two 0 up, just maintain pressure of the game. They'll have that they'll have that ten fifteen minute spell where they try and have a go of it, and that's when we kill it off and make it three 0 that, but that, again, do you? But again, do you think that will happen? Because you know Everton, you know what they're coming to. Yeah, I'm not going to open up. City, I, I, I know, City, City, City the yeah, 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 to play. Yeah, I, I know Everton. They're shit. They are <laughs> fucking. I like that, mate. They're terrible. They play, They use every ounce of energy at the weekend against Leicester. And what was it for? Nothing. They were lucky they got that uh, early goal that they could sit back and absorb pressure. And again, what did it all? What did it all come for? Naught. All I'll say is this game. It, it depends on on what Klopp is saying. Klopp it forced depends. his hand a little bit because there's no Fabinho. He's not. I pray to God he doesn't start Henderson, Milner, Genie. I pray to God. I'm hoping oh, it's Ox. Oh my God. I've heard Kato being rumored, yeah, but I'm hoping it's Ox. But Why is Kato being rumored for what? Because he offers something different that I don't Bro, want to see Milner on the fucking Bro, pitch doing these fucking sideways passes. Can't even no trust way, the guy to stay fit. Can you even trust the guy to stay fit longer than Boy, 10 minutes? You'll, one pass, you'll make more sideways passes in his 10 minutes on the pitch. One, one, 
one tackle he's and he will finish. Bro, <laughs> I, I saw, I saw, I remember against Arsenal, yeah, because what you got to do with Kato when he's playing, yeah, you just got to watch him, like him on his own. I saw him go in for one tackle against Martinelli. From then, man was limping, running slower, and then about 30 minutes later, he got taken off. Watching him, bro, that guy. Ah, oh, mate. You know, like back in the day, Sky used to do player cam. Yeah. Like, like Julian, I do the same thing. Once he gets into one deal, I just watch him, and I just see what he's about. And bruv, he's you not see, on it, man. <laughs> like, you, you, you see him. You see him like go for one one tackle with it. You see, uh, you see it far. He goes for one yeah, tackle, yeah, 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 yeah. and then he I'll starts limping, going jogging a bit, and then you're like, that's when you like, yeah, like yeah, it's done. I, cl- is- I clocked what he was about after Napoli away last season. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, like, you know what? This this bloke ain't serious, man. <laughs> this guy, this 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 guy Navi, yeah. He's basically black Harry Kuehl because Harry Kuehl used to do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It, it's it, it's basically Harry Kuehl. The thing is, you, you can see the talent. Like Harry Kuehl was a baller. Navi K is a baller. Baller. I, I've seen Kata have some amazing games. Like Bayern Munich, he ripped them apart by himself. Yeah. Like, I, I've I've seen him do it, but yeah, the moment he gets into like a tough situation, he bottles it, man. And like I I genuinely have, as you lot all know, I've lost all faith in the bloke. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm giving it, <laughs> You've I, literally got him on a countdown monitor till New Year. <laughs> honestly, I've given him till the end of the year, and I want to see him do something. So if he plays tomorrow. I, I want to see him ball out because I'm not giving him any more excuses because like, I'm actually sickened yeah. by what I've been seeing. I, I, <laughs> I know you guys remember what I went out on a legend said. I said 10 goals, 10 assists between him and Lana by the end of the season. Well, you're, relying... you're a crackhead for even saying that. Like, yeah, like, I might be. I bro, mean, you're, might you're, be. bro, you're relying on a lot on Lana for that, mate. Fucking oh, hell. Lana's <laughs> well, one up. So, He's already got He's one, one more than right that. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. All right, uh, let, let's. I'm getting angry talking about Kater, man. But I, just, 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 to, just to close off that point on Kater, I wouldn't play him in a three. I'd play him in a two. Yeah, I'll play him in a three roll in the. Te- Ugh, I don't want to say in a two. All, right. all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say, okay, is big man, you need to fix up, bro, because you're looking <laughs> mad out here. You're like, looking crazy in the lights, it's man. It's looking crazy, bruv. Like, my, man's but Nabi, we backing you for Nabi, you fuck all of these, man. I've got faith in you, Nabi. You're going to come yeah, through for us one day. The depreciation is like Ripple. Crazy, Everyone bruv. bought stocks at $60. Not $60, 60 cents. And it's now dropped to like 20 cents. Like... Kate's stock is so low, like bro. it can't get it. Like honestly, like the South African currency, bro. Like fam, bro. Man, I call it, man, I calling you biscuit out here, bro. Bro, bro, bro. Nabi is basically Litecoin. It peaked for a while, oh, and then it man. just went fucking down when we all cashed out. Um, the thing, but the thing is, you know he's good. Like that's what. That's yeah. the frustrating thing. No, he's absolutely live. Like we have seen him pull out. Like he has had good games in our shirt. Like against Burnley away, he was great. Against Palace away, he was great. West Ham at home, he was good. Southampton away, he was good. Like, we've seen these good games, but the lack of consistency and the way his body breaks down is actually mental. Has this this guy even. The thing is, we see him have flashes of brilliance in games as well. Like, flashes of brilliance where you're like, yeah. And then he just goes into one tackle and it's just right from there. So, he's, 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 yeah, mate. You need to sort out, eat fufu. More fufu, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, just do something because it's, it's looking nuts out here, man. Well, anyways, I, I love when players prove me wrong in it. So prove Nabi, me wrong. I'll be happy. Yeah, I beg you, you to prove me wrong. wrong. 
So, yeah, we'll see. All right, cool. So, Everton game. Joe is saying a draw. And everyone is saying that like, we're going to win and pam them. Do you think we're going to pam them? Pam. I'm not saying pam. I'm not saying pam. I'm saying it's going to be a 3-1, but it's not going to be easy. It's going to be like maybe a 1-1 and then we just get two quick goals out of a spell of brilliance. But I don't think it's going to be an easy game at all. Uh, Chris, it's shit is know. Uh, I'm going a <laughs> controlled pam, 3-0. Wow. Julian? Uh... I want to say two one, but again, I'm 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 I see where Joe's coming from with the draw. So one one or a two one. So you think there'll be a slip up potentially? Potentially, there's, there's, from what I've seen from the last Merseyside derbies, potentially. Or or, or it can be a one nil. Apparently, one one or one nil. Apparently, they're talking about playing a two man midfield with uh, Tom Davis and Sigurdsson. I mean, fuck me. We we, we, we need would eat them alive. We need to we fucking them destroy them because they are shit. They were awful. <laughs> I, that, I, that, that's an interesting... Uh, so I'm guessing they'll do 4-2-3-1. Yeah, they'll play Calvert-Lewin because they, for some reason they've spent all this money, the Mersey billionaires, don't have a striker. Oh, sorry, they do have a striker and they don't fucking play him. Makes no sense whatsoever. Moise Keane just chilling there for no reason. Just chilling. Yeah, I stopped, I had stopped yeah. chilling at you, man. Oh, bro, he's a baller. Is Mason Holgate going to be playing as well? No, he's on... Lo- yeah. No, oh. no, Holgate will play. No, he's a centre back for them now. Yeah, yeah, oh, Holgate going to get absolutely drilled. But I, but right, I, good, th- good, but good I think Silver may be smart enough not to start him. I like, think they might. I think, I think they might play Michael Keane. He came off the bench the other day, didn't he? Yeah, like I, I'd... Michael Keane and who though? Uh, the, the other centre back. Col- 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 Yeri yeah. Mina. Fucking out, Yeri This guy, man. Like. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. All right. I, I don't. I really don't want to talk about Everton too much. Like f them anyway. Um, like a little nostalgic piece in terms of like derby day goals. What's your favourite Liverpool v Everton goal that you've seen? Um, let me go back to what I was saying earlier. 2017, my first ever trip to Anfield, derby day. Coutinho scoring an absolute brilliant goal. That was good. Um, that was. Do you know yeah. the maddest thing is I missed that goal. I went downstairs to go get alcohol. Then I heard the screaming. Oh. I ran back upstairs. I was so pissed off. Oh, we need to ch- I, I, we need to change I, I, that I about football. You know the, the fact you can't like get a drink in the actual stand. That you have to drink it in the concourse because of stuff that yeah, happened thirty what years the ago. What the fuck is that? I remember. I remember um, before the coverage, they were like, "Yeah, remember?" Because Everton were doing all right that season at the time, and then they're like, "Yeah, this new Everton playing young kids, um, all of that." Some guy like, called like Pennington or something scored against us. I haven't seen him since. I like Bear, Bear Young. Um, there was Pennington, Lookman, Bear Young man, and to Tom Davis getting and I, I was doing the coverage and I was like, nah, there's no way we're gonna lose to these men and we pammed them. So it was brilliant. Listen, I mean, we we all, we all know what the deal. We, we know the deal. Everton are shit. They are absolute cobbles. <laughs> we know. We know they are horrible. See, we know Joe, United see, are horrible. See, see when when, right? Joe, when Joe talks sense, he knows the vibes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he, they are. Why does he talk sense so like this all the time, man? Trash. However, like I told you, it's in their contract. You can take 37, uh, 36 games off during the regular season. There's two games that you have to turn up for. And that's against Liverpool. They can play four in midfield, two in midfield, whatever that they want to do. We also have to remember, listen, we have a lot of shit that we need, that we're fighting for this season. They've got nothing to lose. They literally, Ian Bill, they have lost everything. They have nothing left. 
So what's stopping them from going out and killing Wait, them? What's stopping them from going out and just kicking five shits out of us and making an ugly game? We know this shit. We know pound for pound, if we were to play football, we would absolutely destroy them. But that's not how ball works. We know there's going to be so much riding behind this. We know, we know that. But what's what's this? What's what's their own? Uh, what's his name? It's not Ken Bates, is it? Shiri. Whatever his freaking name is. Um, whoever the, the guy is going to come in and start giving it the old thing. Oh, this is a big game. Blah 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 blah. And they're going to be up and firing for it, which is the reason why I'm saying in my heart it's going to be a draw. I would love for it to be a win. But let's just let's just let's just let's just see how it goes. I mean, once again, it depends on the person the personnel and depends on how Klopp feels. But guys, come on, man, three nil—that's not going to happen. Right, Two yo, one, yo, the likely, the that's a likelihood. I think it's going to be. Speaking I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a. I think it might be one nil us, and that's us. You know, literally just holding on by the skin of our teeth by scoring early, and then we we just hold out, or it just ends up being a draw. Um, and uh, that's only because we haven't we haven't been convincing defensively for a minute. I mean, this will be the perfect time for us to get a shot out and, and actually uh, keep a clean sheet. But we haven't been able to do that as of late. That's why I'm, I'm saying it's going to be a draw because I don't see where we're going to get a, a score draw. I don't see where we're going to get a clean sheet from because one, we've got Adrian in goal. Like I said, they're shit. But we've got Adrian in goal. Uh, we don't have Allison. Uh, we've got Lovren and Sinner back. I'm not going to say he's he's complete and other shit. He's he's been good for the last couple of games, but there's been instances where I've said I've seen from him where I'm like, yo, any other team we could get punished, and it's just that sort of game. Mm. So once again, it's dependent on how Klopp decides to put the team together and and all the other um, variables around that. But we're missing Allison. We've got Lovren. That midfield three is garbage. We don't have Fabinho. Um, so. Let's 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 you know let's let's be a little bit more methodical about okay, the approach of cool. how we think it's gonna it's gonna go down. That's fine. All right, cool. Like, has anyone else realised that it's like Joe's feed is ten minutes behind? So <laughs> I was just about to say, like, we're discussing. <laughs> I, I'm here talking about a completely different subject. Really? <laughs> and I was giving off his analysis for the for the analysis. came up like Chris. Wait, I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna have to log out. Man came up like Chris Kamara was like, has he? Oh, I must have missed that, Jeff. <laughs> Should I log out? Should I log out? Let me log out. No, no it's fine, man. We'll keep you updated, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, get to the present now. We're on a different subject still. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, oh, what? Dude, what's your, wow. Dude, what's your favourite RB Day goal that you've seen? Marley. Um, 2016. I think it was 2016-2017. in Last minute. Ah, oh, yeah, that was that lovely. Was, I can't lie, that, oh, drug that goal. I See the way it hit it. the post. I lost and it. Just tapped it in. Oh. Sturridge's Sturridge's because I was gassed that Sturridge was on as well because I love Sturridge them times. Sturridge came on, made an impact in the game, hit the post, and I was thinking, ah, oh, fuck. And I just see Mane just ducking across, hits it in, and then those like, those moments when I was like, wait, is that a goal? And then the the referee was like, he was got Mane carried on, and then the fans like put on the put on the the firecrackers. It was nuts. I was going mental in my house. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man, the sheer sense of elation when that went in, that was oh, injected in my veins. Such a man, shit game as well. Ah, that's Cel- probably my favorite. Yeah, my, my favorite derby goal, hundred percent. Celebration was unreal as well. Ah, money storage chip, storage chip at Anfield. That was. And Chris, what's your favorite? Uh, Gerard in that three-one from two thousand and one. Just the uh, one at Goodison Park. The one at Goodison absolutely levers it, top corner. 
gives cups his ears to the Everton fans. Just everything about that goal is just fantastic. Yeah, that's that's like the iconic Derby Day goal. I'm not going to ask Joe because he 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 took us so far back into the pod. <laughs> like, so I'm not even going to ask him. Starridge, <laughs> Starridge chip, the Starridge chip where um he. he was uh, at Anfield and he just literally just chips to keep keep coming. Yeah, the five one that was sweet. That was a sweet game. It still annoys me to this day that he managed to do that finish, but then absolutely blast the penalty into Rosehead. Yeah, for the hat trick. For the hat trick. Oh my god, what was he doing? They shouldn't yeah, have, they shouldn't have up, given him. Yeah. <laughs> he he would have sorted for life, like in terms of yeah, legacy, man. he scored that hat. But cool. All right, um, we've got quite a lot of listeners' questions, you know. Like we've gone on quite a bit and we've got a lot of listeners questions. So I am gonna just get on to them. Let's load these up. Alright, cool. So Ooh. Ooh. I'm guessing you're watching the city game. Yeah. All right, What's that's, that? that's a good Rodri goal. Rodri just smashed it. Hey, has he scored goal. again? No, no, no fucking no. no, cuz. Rodri was a bit late. Rodri, oh, Rodri just scored. uh yeah, just yeah, hit yeah, absolute just screamer. Fuck it. Yeah. Boy. All right, cool. Um, question from at Why So Serious FR1. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with Naby Keita at the end of the season? Julian, I sent this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 in my honest opinion, yeah, I think Klopp will, he's, for some reason, yeah, Liverpool just love to keep like injured players that they have, they think just will just one day just pop up. So, for example, Lalana. So like, I'm like, oh yeah, I I I think to be fair, he does. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no um, disputing that he he does deserve sat Liverpool after the season, regardless of how bad he is. But after next after next season, we'll have to have a serious, serious, serious evaluation on his position at Liverpool because he was brought in as our, our star midfielder, the one that we was gonna wait for. Num- he has Steven number George. eight. He's got the yeah, number. He's got the number eight. Bruh, eight he's got they the number did eight photos. Gerard photos. handing the shirt. Oh my to him. god! <laughs> he's the number eight. So we have to have after next season. I'm honestly this season because, in my opinion, we should cut our losses and and get it moving. If he doesn't perform this season, but after next season, there has to be a serious, serious evaluation on Kate's position because you can't have the number eight shirt for too long, bro. Like you're moving mad. Be like, give it to Ox or Sain if you're going to start moving like this because it's, 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 it's nuts, bro. Boy. All right, cool. I'm not even going to go in that topic any further. Um, all right, so at underscore O Mane Mane is asking, who do you think is the best midfield option in world football for us to sign in the summer based on quality, age, price, suitability? Come on, Joe. I've been screaming. Have I've been screaming? Have I'm going to carry on screaming? Have he's only twenty. So, so all right. So Mark saying habits. Joe, who you think? No, oh, Havertz. I, I think Havertz. I think he will probably cost upwards of about maybe eighty, and I think we can we can get it done. Bring him in. No ways Havertz costing eighty. Yeah, I don't think from no Bayer Leverkusen. No, Bayer no way. So cheap, you know. There's some little I mean, man club, bro. Have you, yeah, yeah, have, you have you not heard the prices? Have you not listen? listen no, a couple, of teams came, a couple of teams came in. Um, was it during the summer? And they were like, "Yo, the, the price for this kid is like upwards of a hundred. So, I mean. It could be them just trying to get as much as they possibly can out of him, but I mean, yeah. then the day it's going to cost like top, same way. I'm sure Pete, I'm sure when Bayern went for Cater, they were saying they'll quoted 70 mil, and then afterwards they were basically told that no, nah, it's already done. Liverpool got him already. 
Yeah, I mean, there, there's, I mean, would you, there's, for me, even though he's been there already, I probably, I, I wouldn't mind Julian Brandt now. My, my, my stance has softened on him a little bit, but it's, it's Brandt, Havertz, um, and there's a, there's a few, few others, but I, my stock's really in Kai Havertz just because he can do it, yeah. he can do it all pretty much. If not, just throw some money at, at, at Barcelona and just be like, yo, we'll, we'll take, um, we'll take Coutinho off your hands for, for about 20 mil. <laughs> okay, well, don't that's have to just pay us any piece. <laughs> yeah, they still owe us money, so they do ask. They them, do, yeah, yeah they'll have to pay us no more piece, man. Twenty more, come. Boy, all right, cool. Next question um, at Gunner D underscore. Even though it's not a pressing issue, would you get someone specialising in the position Fabinho plays, but in a different way? So basically, would you get another number six? Bring yes. back Gucci's twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah, Gucci yes. is gonna do the thing. Bring back nah, 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 nah. Why I believe it. Gooch is ready. I think he'll be ready. I, 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 I want him. I want him to get. I want him to get his chance, man. I want him to get his chance. Like, if he comes back to Liverpool, he's gonna get, like play him because he's been playing regularly. Just play him in the numbers. Like, don't play him all the time because at Liverpool, let's be real. Like, when Fabinho comes back, you're not gonna get a lot of games. But bring him in. Bring him in for next season. Let, let him. Let, let let him. Let him get a few games on his board. Let him get some minutes. Play some Carl, play some um, FA Cup games, play some, put some, um, some Premier League games when Fabinho needs a rest because we've seen what we do when we when we run him out. Then next season, try to bread him in more because in the preseason when he was with Liverpool, um, I remember this it was 16, 16, 17 and seventeen, eighteen. He looked good. Like he's he's old enough now. We just got to like start believing in our youth as well. Just give him time. Yeah, I, I, I like Rich. Back, I'm against it because he's playing for Hertha and he's playing really well. Apparently, in the Bundesliga as well. Yeah, exactly. The Hertha yeah. coach said he's the best midfielder he's ever coached. And that's great praise to hear for a 22-year-old, I believe. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I just want him to play consistently. I don't want him to be sitting on the bench where he's not getting minutes and getting frustrated. Or rather, he's out somewhere getting consistent football, playing in a system similar to ours. And then we can bring him in over the next two years for him to slowly start to get phased into the yeah, team. Yeah, but you know and... what it is, Marco? Like, he... he, This would be his... Next season would be his fourth season, right? Mm-hmm. And I think after a while, you're kind of mugging a man off if you keep sending him out on loan. Exactly. No, we're just sending him out on loan next season. I want him to stay out on loan so this you... season. Okay, bring but him you back into bring him back in summer. Next season. Okay. Yeah, bring him back in summer. And then slowly phase him into the team. So, like, a game where we're winning... 3 no 60 minutes, throw him on, see what he can do for a bit. And yeah. carry on to do carry on doing that, carry on doing that for a period of time. Same way I want to introduce um, Curtis Jones into the team, something similar. When we're winning the game and it's comfortable, just throw him on, let him have a bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, I personally don't think he replaces Fabinho in a sense. I feel like um, Grouch is more of a box-to-box midfielder. He can play in the six because Warnock played him there for Cardiff and that's where he was training him up. So when we loaned him out to Cardiff, the one thing we told him was, look, we kind of want him playing a bit deeper. So Warnock was actually playing him deep and training him up there. But I personally prefer him in a box-to-box role because he does actually have some good attacking qualities as well. But yeah, I would Klopp. Yeah. yeah. There's, some, there's some games where Klopp has to be a bit braver and just play when you them at six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, play, 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 play Hendo and play and play um, Ox or Keita and just give it a go. I agree. All right, cool. Next question. Certified Ty is asking, or right, I'm going to answer this one anyway, super quick. With the injury to Fab, do you think now is the best time for Naby to start getting game time? No. 
Next question. Um, <laughs> at LFC Nazir. Oh, I hate the way people are mocking my boy. Nah, man. Man. Fuck Nabi. I don't care. It hurts, man. At LFC Nazir. If Salah bags the Premier League this season, does that make him one of, or if not, the best right winger in Premier League history? His stats and personal accolades speak for themselves. Chris, what do you think of that? Couldn't even tell you who the best right wingers in the Premier League history are. Uh, he wasn't he left wing. No, nah, he was playing right wing. Yes, Ronaldo. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah it'd, it'd be Ronaldo. Yeah. I don't... It would be Ronaldo. I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking it in terms of quantifying. Ronaldo had like what? Did he only really have the one? World class season, crazy season, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, playing playing devil's advocate, let's. Let, I've actually thought of one, Morris. Okay, I agree. I agree that he's up there, but he needs to start for C consistently, man. He really but what, needs to start but, for C consistently. Okay, let's 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 quantify this. What what about what what Morris done for Leicester? Yeah, exactly. And one PFA player of the year is an absolute mad thing. So. But He's continuing that saying... consistency with City. Still performed at a high level. Well, to be honest, uh, yeah. yeah, that's where that's where it starts. That's, the, that's yeah. where it starts. He's not he's performed at a high level when he comes on, but he's not afforded yeah. many chances. If he was playing more consistently, we wouldn't have the debate. We wouldn't have any doubts about it. We just put him up there straight away. But the fact that we mm. do have doubts about it, that's why I questioned it. Yeah, I mean, like Mars is obviously up there. It's like one of. One of the good right wingers we've had in Premier League history, but I wouldn't the best, is he? Like, yeah, now I wouldn't yeah. say the best. I don't even think he'd been in the conversation for the best. I think we've had many more right wingers better than him, and like Ronaldo is the pinnacle of that. So yeah, um, I wish I'd yeah. think like David Beckham was he was he right? Yeah, yeah right he was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we got we got we got we got to put that in perspective. But again. Yeah, he's got he's got to have a few two hundred two golden up there. boots. Uh, I yeah, mean, Salah there. is up there, and if Salah gets two golden boots, a Champions think, League, and if he wins the Premier League, exactly. he's definitely up there. I think and if he gets the season again, he could possibly let me not stretch this, but he could possibly be up there for the golden boot conversation again if he starts performing well. Mm, I don't and know. If he, you never know; he could hit a real big purple patch. I don't know, man. Does. Nah, nah, big Vards, big Vards has got that, man. Yeah, yeah, Vardy, yeah, I expect Vardy, I expect Vardy, yeah, he's, he's, he's running away with it right now, man. Yeah, Vardy's on fire. Just looking at um, <laughs> best Premier League wingers, so this top five that's popped up is Lundberg, Steven... Yeah. Steven. <laughs> no, he's better than Lundberg. Sorry, <laughs> Bob. Manaman obviously is in there. He, Ma- he, was, he was left wing. Yeah. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, Beckham, but I'm not having that. Um, and Iron Robin. But again, the case. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, 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 yeah, Robin, Robin, nah, nah. No, no, Pete no. wasn't in Premier at all. Yeah, no, he, he's yeah. Gangman though. Yeah, no, he's Robin is Gangman. Gangman. There's even he's, some, he's, there's even some more notable ones. There's, I'll give Arsenal some props. I'll say Kleb. I really like Kleb as a right winger. Um, no, no, slash no, no, right midfielder. No, 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 Marco, 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 Marco. Marco, be serious, be serious, be serious, be serious. Let's relax now. Man said Alexander Kleb. No, no, you know, you know. Next question. Um, all right, Abdul is asking why isn't Abdul on? Rav, you're not on because last time you came on, you said why <laughs> is better than De Bruyne. And our mentions... was nearly gonna shut down this podcast because Rav, of you. Our, <laughs> our, our mentions 
were like Hiroshima. Like, <laughs> there's a reason why you're not on. <laughs> so, so there's your answer to that. Um, Rob underscore Mush is asking, this period will probably be the best period the club will have for 20, 30 years. What do you expect this team to achieve over the next three years? So until Klopp leaves, what do you expect the team to achieve? What legacy will this team leave? Win the Prem, and that's legacy enough. Idealistically, idealist- I've been thinking about this for about three weeks now. Idealistically, get that gold Premier League title and nobody can ever chat shit again. But get wishful yeah, thinking. I, I would say over the next two, three years, um, if if we win the Premier League, I think depending on how next season will go, we're definitely we're def- 100% in the conversation because obviously we'll be champions and then we'll try to go for it again. Um, win another... After, if, if we win a Premier League, win another major trophy. And as much as I say I don't care about domestic trophies, try to collect some of them as well. It'll be nice. And then, yeah. But yeah, I, just I, do, I, do, I, do I do disagree with Mush, though. Um, I, I must say, if uh, this won't be our best period for 20, 30 years, it'll be one of our most legendary because, you know, it'll probably be our first, like, you know, golden period. But I do think in, like, Liverpool's um, club will definitely set the foundation for us to at least bounce back in three, four years. I don't think we'll be in a rut like we was between 2009 and 2015, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, fair point. Um, I'm not going to lie. The moment the moment we do win the league, I'm more than happy to sign out, man. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even care if they don't win the league the following year. Like, Obviously, I'd want them to win it, but you know like when it's been that draining in your life that your club yeah. has not won the yeah. league? And you just won it over the line. Like that's all I want, man. After that, I fully don't care what happens next. The way I've picked, no, no, I, the I, way... I still care about the club. It's like yeah, but the, the the love and the intensity. It won't be a. It won't be. It won't be like a. It won't be like an intense romantic relationship. It'll just be like a steady marriage now. Like yeah, yeah, good. exactly. Like we we finally like gone over that hurdle. The way I've uh, yeah. the way I've pictured us winning the league is at the end of uh, Infinity War when Thanos is on that farm. That's basically just yeah. That's basically yeah. Just, yeah. That's going to be that's me. It. That's it. Yeah, basically signing out for that. All right, cool. Um, Joe, at SXMI10, so at Sammy10, is asking, realistically, who do you think will sign in the summer? You're asking Joe. We asked this man... I want Joe to answer this. We asked this man this question the other day, and he came up with quite the list, so... I think the the noises are probably Timo Werner. Which I'm really yeah, happy agreed. about because I think agreed. we need we need we need a driller up top, um, and then po- possibly a creator. Um, that's I mean I, I don't know if, if Klopp will shake the boat and try to bring any anybody else within other positions. We do need some cover from a fullback perspective, um, and also within midfield because we should be phasing out Milner and um, Henderson and, and Genie. But I think I think Werner will probably get over the line. Um, just because it's, it's going to be on the free. We love a bargain on that end. And we'll probably bring a creator. I think maybe... It, pop, it may be Sancho. It may be. It's, it's look, it, it may be. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know if we'll pay it. I don't know if we'll pay the, the excess 100 mil they're asking for, but I, I, that's primarily looking around what we're probably looking to do. It'll probably be two players, two or three players, one striker, a creator, and then possibly a backup for the fullback position. Someone brought up a really good point yesterday. So, you know, like the Sancho, obviously we've all seen the Sancho rumours and stuff. Someone brought up the really good point that Nike wouldn't want us to sign him in January because they would want their brand to be associated with that signing. Mm -hmm. And by us signing him in January, New Balance kind of take that prestige away. So, 
Yeah, I, I personally don't see him signing in January. I just don't see it. But yeah, after seeing that, I don't see it either. I don't yeah. see him signing at all. I yeah, could, yeah, I don't, I don't see it. The only way I could see us signing someone in January is if it would be someone who we could possibly get on a free in the summer. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Chris, you are yeah. so smart because you know, you know, Klopp's thinking. You know, Klopp's thinking. He's not gonna shell out in the in January. Just, just, just. He believes in this team too much. No, yeah, no, no, yeah that, I know that. But I think like something like a pre-agreement for Timo. Yeah. Just I'm thinking yeah, yeah, exactly. in January. I'm thinking because I was looking at as I was having a look. I got really, I got really bored at work earlier, so I was looking at who's out of. Uh, probably shouldn't have emphasised that. It's just in case someone from work was listening. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so I was looking at who was out of um, who was at a contract in the summer, and there's some. To be fair, there was some interesting names on there, kind of like Thomas Mounier for like just. Oh yeah. Right back. I wouldn't mind him as cover. Yeah, so just like just little pieces for for right back cover and stuff like that. So. It's quite interesting to see if it's something like that. I'm not going to lie. I've had this discussion with you guys before. I think any fullback would be stupid to come into our team because no one is getting past Robertson or Trent. So what? Like it's it's a really hard job to sell. Oh to no, these yeah, I, I completely get that. But I think you can. I think you could sell someone in on saying that. Look, you're probably going to get like what 14, 15 games a season, but you're probably going to you're, you're going to win a trophy at the end of it. So yeah. if City be a rotational option, if City can do that, we can do that. Exactly. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fair point. Fair point. Um, I don't. I don't think Sancho happens. By the way. I don't yeah, think. Same. I don't think we sign him at all. Purely because of number one, the fee that they they'll command for him, and also his wages. Like I just don't see it. Like realistically, we're not going to blow the bank on him. We'd so, rather spend money on two players for yeah, Sancho's yeah, exactly. price I than get him. I genuinely. I know. I know. We joke about it, and we got the whole. Well, I know I've got the whole kind of thing going, but I generally think we've got that our eyes on one particular prize. It's it's <laughs> bro, bro, it just makes twenty twenty baby. Bro, it just makes too much sense. But um, you t- t- you know you're all thinking mid table personally, but I mean um, <laughs> nah, um, you know what? You know what, what? The only way I think that's realistic is if we do a swap deal with Salah. Yeah. That's that's would the you only. It, you not even, it? Are you mad? I would, I would. bro. I'd, yeah, I'd fucking man. drive into Paris myself. Like um... the only the only way we'll get someone like Mbappe is if we're is if we're selling someone big and we're forced to sell someone big, and then yeah. Klopp is like, yeah, we, we need I to think, get someone. Yeah. I yeah. think the only way PSG would accept any type of deal is by getting someone big in, and that would have to be Sal- like Sal- I don't see. I, I don't know. I think Salah needs to go in the summer. But I don't see who would sign him other than someone like PSG because Madrid won't sign him. So it's it's PSG or Bas. So the only way really round it is to do a swap deal with someone. Well, couldn't so. it be a merry-go-round? Pogba's going to leave in summer, maybe even in January. He might want to go around Madrid. He might want to go PSG. He oh, won't go PSG. I think PSG lost. I think PSG's lost this a lot. After they were leaving, I don't think they'll hold on, hold on to Mbappe for as long as they think they would have. Like I don't think yeah. it'll be it'll yeah. be another three years max. They'll hold on to Mbappe for, and then after that, like yeah, the law's gone. Like, there was a there was an interesting article saying how they're kind of on a bit of a countdown clock for winning the Champions League. So I think their yeah, 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 their yeah, deadline. I think their deadline is. So when's, when's the World Cup? Is it 2022? 2022, 2022 yeah. Qatari. So they, goes so, back to yeah. what I was saying in the group about the Qatari owners wanting to win Champions League to bring more awareness to the World Cup. Yeah. And if they don't, they're going to pull up. By the way, that would be a really good fuel for their propaganda machine. So Mahrez just scored. Where's 4-0? Yeah, great goal as well. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're motivated, boy. Um, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. So, um, Mbappe 2020 still runs on. Um, it's like the yeah, Undertaker like, like WrestleMania. It can never truly die. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it, I guess it's not dying until August the fifteenth or whenever the window closes next summer. So fucking so, uh, ju- yeah, knowing 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 this league, I'll shut I'll shut at like July sixteenth or something stupid like that. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's quite a hard um, question to answer because we don't get linked to a lot of players anymore, other than like the obvious ones, like a Sancho or like a stupid article, like clickbait article for Mbappe. Like, have you noticed that back in the day, we always used to be tied to names, but now we don't really get tied to many names. That brings up a really good question. Kind of like all the players that we've been linked to over the past few years, who, who, who's the one guy that you all wish we would have signed? And this could be a player from any era. I haven't got one. I've got, Three, go on. So, Danny Alves. Yeah. Um, I feel like in all six having him as a creator. So imagine a Trent in that all six side would have been absolutely amazing. Gertzer, because we would have probably won the Premier in thirteen, fourteen. Um, speculative, but obviously saying probably would have won the Premier. But I felt like Gertzer would have offered something different in those games where we were struggling. And we couldn't create. And Fekir as well. Similar to Gertz, I feel like in the games last season where we were struggling, couldn't create the West Ham, the Leicester, he would have offered something different. He's got that shot from deep that is always a big threat. Long way shooters always tend to get closed out. That opens up more space for Salah and Mane, our wingers to just drift inside a little bit more as centre-backs or the centre-defensive mid closes Fekir or whoever's going to shoot. And that's why I feel like Ox plays so well, Ox does so well in our system. Mm. What about you guys? Me personally, I've I've got one name and I say it all the time, Damien Duff, man. Like, <laughs> like, it's the most random, random player. But like, at the time, we really needed a left winger and was Duff a- was playing... It was a ball. Was this when he was at Fulham or Blackburn? Nah, this was nah, This was at Blackburn. So this was when he was like young, up and coming. Like he he was killing it, and like I think the transfer fee was like fifteen to twenty one million or something mad like that. At the time, that was a lot of money. Um, yeah, and like we we were gonna get him, and then obviously Chelsea became billionaires and they signed him, and the rest is history. And that's always upset me, man, because all we needed was a left winger in that team, and we were ready mm. for like. Anything, but yeah, no doubt for the party. For me, David Villa. Yeah, uh, after that, after that, oh wait, um, oh wait, uh, Euros. I was thinking, oh, fam, we're gonna have him, and then, uh, yeah, you just you just went to Barcelona. Mm. Mm. Was fucking amazing at Barcelona as well. Skeng man at Barcelona, bro. Uh, Daniel Joseph. Dan- Daniel, you know, Daniel Alves fell through because. Uh, we didn't fork over an extra two million. We no, Rafa didn't yep. want to fucking fork yep. over the two million. No, no. It, mine's, David, mine's David Villa, David Silva, and also uh, Sanchez. Well, Alexis. Yeah. Alexis at the time was a shout. Sorry. Alexis at the time Sorry, Alexis. Yeah, sorry. San, San, uh, I agree with you with your Sanchez. Sanchez, mm. in, Sanchez would have been the, uh, a, good, a very good replacement for Suarez. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so Sanchez, yeah, yeah, Sanchez. Tenacity, agree. the way he plays, the goals he offered at the time. Yeah, man. Would have been great. But then I think it would have meant that we would have never got Klopp. So. Yeah, and we would have never got Salah money, so I'm not too pissed off about that. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. Weird how the world works. But cool. All right, guys. Thank you very much for jumping on the pod today. Um, yeah, Derby Day soon, man. We'll see what happens. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Make sure to use the hashtag Touchline Fracker when you're commenting back. And um, see you next week. Take care. Peace. 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 This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Sports Social Podcast Network.